Welcome to another episode of All Things Dreams with your host, Miranda McLaughlin. Just a quick reminder that I'm certainly no expert in dreams or dream interpretation, but I do find dreams pretty fascinating. And this week, the topic that I'm particularly interested in exploring is lucid dreams. And hopefully you'll learn a lot about this topic right along with me. And to help us with um, exploring lucid dreams are several guests that we have in our studio today. Um, Let's start right here. (laughs) I am Amanda. Uh, I'm Alex English. I'm a marine biologist, and I invented dolphins. (laughs) You're welcome. I'm Bevan, and I'm married to the host. What? (laughs) Why is that funny? Because you said Bevan. (laughs) My name. (laughs) It is not. (laughs) Continue. Uh, And my name is Tanya. So today, we're going to be exploring, as I mentioned, lucid dreams. And for me, oftentimes in the episodes, I'll share some of my personal experiences to kind of delve into a topic and flesh out something a little bit further and get into some of the details. But for me, although I have had lucid dreams, I haven't had a ton of experiences that I remember very particularly or in detail. So I'll be relying more on my guests and hopefully they'll have some specifics. But before we get into that, I wanted to cover what is a lucid dream. For people who maybe aren't familiar with this term, it's essentially when you're in a state of dreaming, but you are aware of that. So oftentimes when people think about or share their experiences about dreaming, they've come to the realization that they've had a dream kind of as they're fading out of that dream. But with lucid dreaming, before you've faded out of that dream experience and when you're still within it, you come to the realization that you're dreaming. And within that uh, state, sometimes people can actually control not just their actions within the dream, but the environment that they're in and some of the things that they're doing within that environment. So it can be pretty kind of awesome, but different experiences will vary by person and we'll get into some of the specifics as we go. So of the guests here today, which of you have actually had experiences of lucid dreaming? I have. Is that Bevan? Yeah. And who's raising their hands so that everyone can hear? Oh, it's it's audio. (laughs) My bad. Yeah, I've had had a lucid dream. Cool. I have also had lucid dreams, many of them. I have not. Me neither. (laughs) So when I was doing my research about lucid dreaming, I came across there being two main types. And that surprised me a little bit because the only type of dream, uh, like lucid dream that I'd ever had was while I was in the midst of dreaming, kind of coming to the realization that, oh my goodness, I'm actually dreaming and oh shoot, maybe I can actually fly or run around and leap across tall buildings, like some Superman kind of stuff. Mm -hmm. But um, when I was doing the research, it mentioned that some people can actually go straight from the state of being awake into a lucid dream. And that's something that I've never experienced and sounds like some kind of witchcraft to me. It's just kind of like, I'm awake. I am not enjoying this state. So I'm just going to, oh, here we are, lucid dreaming. Now I'm going to go and do all these That's called virtual things. reality. And you <laughs> yeah, it seems much more like or virtual like reality. daydreaming more mm-hmm. so. Like, yeah. But daydreaming, you're still staring at someone awkwardly or the sky when you're doing. 
I've had this. <laughs> Tan is like, whatever, I use the witchcraft all the time yeah. to go straight to losing so you're just like, I don't do it on purpose. I don't do it on purpose, though. The ones I remember were in university, so pulling mm-hmm. all-nighters, going to write an exam, and then getting back to my dorm room, sitting in my bed, and just not being able to do anything. And as soon as I fell asleep, I fell into a dream, and then in that dream was like, at one point was like, oh, this is just a dream. You probably should get up, because you need to like go to your next exam and that kind of stuff and was like no let me sleep like it was yeah very very I'm, strange i'm also uh, really excited about the things you just shared because um for one is that the experiences you described are of the less common of what they what was mentioned in terms of going straight into lucid dreaming and also it was like usually to promote lucid dreaming you have to not be very tired and you're like when i'm really tired this is when i go into lucid dreams and there was one more thing um, I can't remember it, but basically some of your experience weren't exactly what I had researched. It was kind of fun yeah. being able to talk to someone and getting some firsthand accounts. Mm-hmm. So what do you guys think, um, is a common thing that actually triggers lucid dreams? Stress. Because you were saying that. She said she was university. <laughs> Stress. It's the worst lifestyle in the world. <laughs> you stay up all night stressed about everything. Yeah. And being poor. Buzz. Intelligence. <laughs> Buzz. Intelligence. <laughs> I had That's quite ready. the compliment. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you, sir. Although he did mention he's also had them, so it's kind of like but compliment slash. I've only had like one I'll still or take two, it. so I'm like kind of smart. <laughs> kind of so, smart. Mm-hmm. Amanda's cheating. I mean, She's Googling stuff, so I'm going to skip her. Uh, <laughs> what was the question? What caused stress? That's what I said, right? That's a good um, answer. I, so I was I'm confident with that. I'm sticking with it. I would also that's say, what they all say none of you are using your buzzers. <laughs> I do not get a buzzer. So one of the best ways of well, common ways that triggers it is actually figuring out some things that are anomalies while you're dreaming. So when you're in the dream state, if you're kind of like get to the point where you're thinking you're like, <clears throat> oh, wait a second. I can't fly. Mm. Or if you start seeing things that if you focus on something long enough to come to the realization that it's off or out of the ordinary or not rational, that tends to be what will pull someone in. I I see Tanya smiling and nodding. Are you finding this? That's exactly it. Yeah. 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 Is you get to the point in a dream where something happens that you go, Mm -hmm. oh, that wouldn't happen in real life. Mm -hmm. And it's the rest of the time you were completely fine that that was your Mm -hmm. reality. And all of a sudden this doesn't make sense. And then it's like, okay, well, let's see which way I can manipulate this since mm-hmm. none of this is real. So what are some of the examples of things that you've seen happen or experience happening in your dreams that kind of were your light bulb moment or trigger where you're like, oh, dreaming. You're when laughing already now. Yeah. You? So um, I have lots of dreams where I get abandoned in theme parks by my friends, which I think should be a whole other episode <laughs> uh, about abandonment in dreams. Um so we each so of these dreams, I would get to a point Frank's. where my friends would abandon me. I'm <laughs> no. standing there feeling sad, and I would think, oh, wait, my friends wouldn't actually do this to me. This has got to be a dream. Um, another thing is talking to someone where you're having a conversation with someone who is has died or isn't in your life anymore or lives like yep. somewhere mm-hmm. else in the world. Yep. And there's a moment of, oh, wait, they don't live here. This can't be real either. Mm. Yeah. So we've established kind of what's the most common trigger when you're in a dream. But when do you think um, is the best time for lucid dreaming? Buzz, well, nighttime. <laughs> After two. Naps. Sorry, when is the best time in your sleep? Buzz, sleep? REM sleep, buzz. REM sleep. <laughs> I double buzzed. <laughs> that was a bookend buzz I right there. I double answered. 
<laughs> my buzzer's broken. So, no, or like your more superficial sleep, maybe. Like where mm-hmm. you're not as deeply asleep, so you're like more aware. When you of, hit your like, alarm. When would that be for you? Yeah, in between my snooze alarm. Are you essentially, looking? Yeah. Where you were like yeah. kind of still within that dream state, but you're like going right back to yeah. sleep quickly and that sort of thing. So you're on the right track. I have um, dreams then. I or like remember. just right as is you're that falling what asleep. Those are called, is that lucid dreaming? When Do I have you dream? know that you're dreaming when it's happening? Yeah. But no, I'll, like I, I like I I'll, like I'll fall asleep, have a dream, wake up to the alarm clock, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and then I'll be like, oh, I was dreaming, and I'll forget about it. But then yeah. I hit the alarm clock, roll back over, go back into the dream, be like, yeah. oh, I'm back in. That's the way I dream. But for I, most of my dreams, but, but I'm not like, like I can control it. I'm dreaming again. But I when you control. when you get to the point where you're like, oh, I'm back in. Are you thinking, oh, I'm back in and I'm dreaming? Or are you like, oh, honest, I'm back at the resort and this is fun and la la la. This will really sound aware. weird, but I don't realize I'm back in until I wake up again. Okay, yeah, so that's not lucid dreaming then. Okay. Because that's you don't have that state of awareness while you're still asleep. While you're in the dream. But because I'm stupid. It is- <laughs> Nailed it. For the record, that is not what I said. <laughs> She's the doctor. <laughs> So the most common points um, of entry into lucid dreaming is right as you're going to sleep and right before you wake up. And when you're going in that point where you're kind of between snoozes or if you're kind of not even having an alarm on, but it's kind of like, oh, time to get up. No, not quite time to get up. Or, oh, I don't have to get quite get up yet. So I'm going to go back to sleep. Those kind of in and out of wakefulness are also prime times for lucid dreaming. And I'll get into a little bit more of the reason for why that is because I actually have some tips and tricks to promote lucid dreaming. But before I get to those, I wanted to ask if either Alex or Tanya can describe to us one of their most either vivid or memorable lucid dreaming experiences. You want to go first? You can go first. Uh, I had a zombie dream where I was running away from zombies mm-hmm. with my brothers and the trigger was realizing that zombies aren't real. Yeah. And that's how I realized I was having a lucid dream. So I remember like running through the forest and I remember the moment I realized that I was dreaming, I was like, oh, well, I don't need to be running. I can just kick their asses. And there was like this fence and one of the zombies was climbing up a fence and I just ran up and jumped on this fence and just punched this zombie in the face. And mm-hmm. I was like, this is awesome. And then I just started. So you were in kind of like your own like action adventure, yeah. either video game or movie it was, it was, where you were controlling. Yeah, it was borderline. It was borderline a, uh, a nightmare. Mm-hmm. And so we were running from the zombies. And then when I realized that I was dreaming, I was like, oh, well, I can just change this. And it, it wasn't a nightmare anymore. And so I have some questions um, because as I was doing my research, some of what was mentioned was the value of being able to promote lucid dreaming, particularly if you are someone who's prone to nightmares, because Mm -hmm. if you can bring yourself to uh, snap out of a dream state where you feel like your life is actually in danger, but to a point where, oh, this is a dream, and get yourself from the point of lucid dreaming, that the experience can be less negative and it sounds for you like that was the case like you were in a state where it could have been like absolutely petrifying because you're like being chased by zombies which if you're kind of buying into that world could eat your brains and kill you or turn you into a zombie so the stakes would be fairly high yeah so when i realized i was lucid dreaming there was no consequences anymore there like i couldn't i could do no wrong so Mm -hmm. like fighting them like if they bit me whatever i just wake up and see that's the thing like when you were there so you really were just kind of like whatever i'm just dreaming like there was no fear or anything i just got super confident like i just realized like oh this is a dream 
I can pretty much do like I didn't like summon flying abilities or weapons mm-hmm. or anything. I just remember being super confident, like, oh, I can just fight these guys. Yeah. And like just running up and punching these zombies. In because the face I was skeptical when I was reading because when they were saying, like, oh, if you're really prone to nightmares, try to uh, practice these lucid dreaming techniques so that you can put some distance between whatever the fear is in the dream and your experience. And I was like, okay. Fair in practice or, like, in concept, but when I'm thinking to points where, like, if I'm watching a horror movie or I'm playing, like, virtual reality thing where these spiders are jumping at me, I'm still, like, my heart's still pounding. I'm still, Mm -hmm. like, anxious and fearful. Like, I feel more like I would translate that into my dream state of, like, I'm still dreaming, but I'm like, ah, I don't want these snakes all over my body or I don't want, like, that I feel like there'd still be some kind of, of reality because if I'm still kind of experiencing it, because Mm -hmm. not everyone who lucid dreams can control their environment. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I don't know, that's why I was I kind of, yeah, like I lost the fear of zombies yeah. after that. And then I was rewarded, going back to what Tanya said, where she was mm-hmm. abandoned at, at theme parks by her friends. Yeah. I was awarded by my brothers and I being invited to a zombie theme park. And okay. that was how the dream ended. So we went and we were playing carnival games with all these zombies running the game. Interesting. Yeah. They were so running apparently the, the research yeah, so like, you know, out. Yeah, you know those <laughs> games where you like shoot like things down with guns or water guns or whatever, like play mm-hmm. carnival games. They're all being run by zombies. I just want a dream. I don't even need zombies. Just give me a carnival. Brandon's going to give you some tricks for how to lose a dream. Yeah. Can you I imagine am. if you go to the frex and not have to deal with the smell? That'd be great. Or the people. But you can't or the price. control. You can't control <laughs> having like you don't a dream want to go about at all. something. It's just once you're in the dream, you know that you're but dreaming. But like if you're I at a dream that you went to the various, gas station, you'd be like, I'm going to the There's stages and levels of, mm-hmm. of control. And normally the more that you practice and like hone your lucid dreaming skills, the more ability you have when you get to the lucid dreaming state. And there's kind of also levels of the degree to which people have natural inclinations into it. But basically, even if you have never lucid dreamed before in your life, you still have the possibility of honing that skill and being able to become or developing the ability to lucid dream, even if you've never done it before. But some people have a more of a natural inclination of it. So, mm-hmm. for instance, just in this group of us of five here today, where Tanya's had a ton of them, Alex has had at least one. Yeah. I've had some, but I don't remember the details very much. And then neither of you have. But it doesn't mean that we can't all lucid dream or that someday Amanda might not, might be the most skilled lucid dreamer among us. Are there right? people out there <laughs> that can be like, myself. I want to dream about being on the Titanic tonight and then they can make it happen. Yeah, yes. 100%. Yes. Yeah, definitely. That's a wizard. There's like That's a the power of lucid dreaming. Mine doesn't work like that. that like it's sting? more whatever <laughs> I see before I go to bed is what is embedded, obviously. Yep. And it's... Embedded? Yes, <laughs> and it's easier to lucid dream in those situations because I can remember where the source of this came mm-hmm. from. If it was an article I saw right before bed or if it was a photo I saw on Instagram, yeah. that's what clicked in. And I'm like, oh, okay, you were dreaming. Okay. Yeah. Are you peeing in a cup? <laughs> Sounds like you're peeing. Uh, Fizzy pee. Isn't that weird? Amazing. What is that delightful drink that you guys are enjoying right now? Water. It's like a knockoff baby duck. It's called Baby <laughs> sparkling Canadian wine. Sparkling White Wine. And mm. it's delicious. Very nice. Tray tasting. So we're about to get into some of the details of Tan- one of Tanya's dreams. But before I do, I wanted to also mention that Alex talked about zombies being a prominent um, symbol that popped up in his dream. And if you want to learn more about um, the meaning of zombies, we tackle that in depth in the Joe Apocalypse episode, 
uh, earlier on. There's a part one and part two for some details on wow, that. Wow, I accidentally set up a show that <laughs> episode. Did not mean to do that. Accidentally on purpose. <laughs> and make sure you give us five stars. <laughs> or else man. I will find you. Five stars. And probably just harass you. <laughs> and ask you more to give five stars. <laughs> yeah, I won't hate you. All right, so Tanya, do you have one in mind that you can share with us? Yeah, there's one that I remember being with a group of friends that included Amanda and our friends Allison and Nicola, who have previously both been on the podcast. I can already tell you this is going to and end terribly because they're such awful people. But oh, yeah. Because you weren't there. Oh, <laughs> yes. Shots fired. Holy so, moly. We were at a theme park. How dare they of hang course, out without me? <laughs> because I think I just really need to go to a theme park with these people and get that out of my system. <laughs> And all of a sudden we ended up in a train station and two of the characters from the television show Supernatural showed up um, and we were chatting with them and that was my moment of like, this is not real. <laughs> they are actors in a TV show and we are calling them by their character names. Okay, mm-hmm. great. Now we were calling them yeah. by their real names and they were hanging Maybe. out with us. Totally realistic. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, if it was me, I'd be like, holy friends. shit, what are the chances these actors are here? No, no, but they no were the characters. Like, no, they were just the characters. They were and they the were characters. Going, I'd still be like, that's yeah. nuts. Like, I'd be like, it's, it's, I don't know, Ron Burgundy. He's yeah. walking down the street. Yeah. I wouldn't question it. Yeah, There's no. no part of my brain that really? does. I just accept everything. So, um, so what happened next? So next we were in this train station and realized I was dreaming. And as most of the time with my lucid dreams, there are times I can control it. And other times I just know I'm in a dream and yeah. just let it go. Yeah. Um, however, know that if I ever feel like I'm in any danger, I can get out of it. How, so, do you have any tips? Or tricks for getting out of it? or Yeah, it's just like squeezing my eyes and my fist together. That's how I get out of sleep paralysis dreams. <laughs> what? Yeah. That's literally what I do to get out of sleep you paralysis go, dreams. You're dreaming, you're, like, you're dreaming, oh. you're dreaming, and you're like... That's what I do to get out yeah. of sleep paralysis dreams. That's yeah. so cool. That's, That's awesome. Funny. It is actually, I think, probably technically... Also, shout out to an old way. episode about sleep paralysis. Well, <laughs> <laughs> oh, go listen to it five stars. There's a couple other tips, too. If you find yourself in uh, a nightmare or a lucid dream and you're kind of like, oh, my gosh, I want out of this. And you're not one of the individuals who just has complete control out of (laughs) bursting out of them. You can, as Tanya and Alex suggested, do what? Squeeze your fist and Squeeze your fist and close your eyes. Yeah, as if you're trying to, like, perform a magic trick or something. (laughs) So other Mm -hmm. options are to blink a whole bunch of times. And the idea is that if you keep blinking in your dream, that your body will kind of follow suit and you'll end up kind of opening up your eyes. Interesting. Yeah. And then the last one is yelling for help. To keep yelling for help over and over and over again in your dream. And that if you keep doing the same thing over and over and over again, it again might get your body to just kind of yell for help in real life and wake you up. Hmm. Is there any validity yeah. to, like, pinching yourself in a lucid dream? That whole idea of, like, I pinch myself in a dream and it doesn't hurt, so, like, I'm not in it. I don't because I get hurt in dreams me as too. well. So, for me, I've mentioned that wouldn't work for me because someone stabs me in the dream and I'm like, I'm dying! I've yeah. also thought so that as well because of, like, getting shot or so hit. So, someone's like, right. pinch or, me to see if I'm dreaming. Yeah. And if they did that, I'd be like, well, Ow. I'm... Definitely not dreaming because that hurt, and then I continue dreaming. That like people do to lucid dream or like as a way. Like I could see you're kind of on the right track, and I'll discuss some of the other kind of tips for getting into lucid dreaming. And it's similar, I think, on the similar level to what you're mentioning. But the actual concept of like 
oh, I, you can't possibly feel pain in right. dreams, so being fair, pin- fair. having someone pinch you will get you out of it mm-hmm. doesn't really hold water. Right. Even though it's, like, a common expression. Yeah. It's yeah. interesting. Did you ever see the dreaming. movie, like, Cell with Jennifer Lopez? Yeah, maybe. Like she does that. Like when she's in the dream world, which mm-hmm. that yeah. movie's nuts. We should watch that soon. Mm-hmm. Like they put a chip in her in her hand, but she's not really dreaming. She's in the dream world of a serial killer. Like that's the mm-hmm. technology. Yeah. yeah. They're like she's got this tech, and they're like, "Well, we can try to go in." And she goes in his nightmare world, but they put a chip there, so if she's terrified, she can pinch herself literally and then wake up. But I almost think that's like a way of training yourself. And that is like maybe the idea behind the lucid dreaming is like you train yourself to pinch yourself in this way in real life. And then if you do that in your dream and it feels different or something, then you know there, you're lucid There are dreaming. similar things to that, but it's less about how things feel and more around, for example, if you train yourself to look at your hands in real life, just every now and again during the middle of the day, just like look at your hands and be like, am I dreaming? Nope. No, the hand looks normal. I'm looking away, looking at it, still looks normal. Looking at my feet, they look normal. Okay, it's all good. (laughs) Whereas if you do that in your dreams, normally hands don't look quite right. You might see like, oh, I only have four fingers Mm -hmm. or, oh, they're really blurry. They're coming in and out of focus. Or I look away and like, they're like completely different direction. Right. So the idea is that if you do that during mm-hmm. your waking life, you create the Miranda, habit. Miranda, are Devin and I dreaming right now? I no, am I you're I'm good. missing look, my look, wedding look, ring. Look, my I'm hand. dreaming. My fingers are doing weird. <laughs> I always have my wedding ring on. Nope, you do not always have your wedding ring on. <laughs> Where is it? You are not dreaming. It's in my gym. I saw, <laughs> I saw something a while ago where they made this headgear that people would wear. And it would go over their head, and then in front of their eyes, there was like a red laser, like a yes. light. And so when they see that, when they go into their dream, they still see the light. It reminds their them. And then it's not enough to kind of jolt them out of their relaxed dream state, but it's yeah. enough to kind of trigger, oh, I'm in a dream state, and oh, yeah. I can lucid dream. There's a variety of different types of tech that can kind of help with that yeah. nowadays. Hmm. Um, but the idea of kind of looking at your hand. In order for that to be an effective strategy to promote lucid dreaming, you have to develop the habit of doing that in your waking life. Right. Because basically, it's like, if you're not going to develop the habit of doing something in your waking life, you're not going to just regularly do that in your dreams. Right. But if you create a habit of doing something in your waking life, you're more likely to have that habit translate into your dreams. Mm-hmm. And for you to look at your hands and be like, oh, shit, something's weird. And look at other mm-hmm. things and be like, is this weird too? Oh, can I put my hand through my other hand? Oh, I am definitely dreaming. Yeah. <laughs> so there's things like that that's kind of mm-hmm. developing that habit. But, okay, Tanya, train station, celebrity. Train oh, station. Right. Oh, right. Thank you. Yeah. That's what happens when we're on the show. <laughs> train station, celebrities, overdreaming. Okay, we get kidnapped at the train station. Again, being lucid dreaming was like, I mean, we're just going to go with this, right? I don't understand. Was it the celebrities that kidnapped you? No, okay. it was not. It did was they try to random help? random man. Yeah, they did. Oh, yeah. cool. Uh, this random man kidnapped us, and all of a sudden, the next thing I remember is we're in this house, um, and I'm just running around the house trying to figure out, I find all of us, there's these weird stairs in the house and we're like sleeping on the stairs. So and quick question. Yeah. Oftentimes if you were in a state either of waking life or dream and you were kidnapped, that would be kind of terrifying. Mm-hmm. Was it like Alex where since you knew you were dreaming, it wasn't a big deal? Yeah. It was just like, okay, okay. It, 
at that point, I felt like it was like an escape room, or that like I was in like a video game, or like, like, okay, this is an adventure. Let's see if we this can get the next these obstacle. Out. Combination yeah. locks everywhere. There's no yeah. consequences <laughs> when you know a stream. And anyways, I end up leaving this house, running through this field, and then all of a sudden, there's uh, Nazis coming at me, mm-hmm. and somehow we are back into World War II, okay. and I'm like a in turn. a ditch. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that's very, very, very strange. Quickly. I'm like in a ditch, and these like tanks are coming towards me and there's guns and there's Mm -hmm. things going on and I was like yeah I really don't like this I was like you're gonna wake up now and I did so the amusement park portion was Mm -hmm. the beginning then yeah and did your friends abandon you before the railway station or uh in this point I caught up with them at the railway station okay yeah okay because I did look at a couple look up a couple things um from the dream and in terms of the railway station basically it described that you're kind of moving towards something new. There's some kind of a change happening. Um, You might have to leave something behind during this portion in terms of being able to go to the next stage of your life or adventure or whatever it is. Um, And then when I looked up the abandoned piece, it basically was like, you're afraid of being abandoned. (laughs) It was actually quite like literal. So I don't know if it was kind of talking about like on your way to something, you were maybe worried that there'd be a clash of some sort. But then I think Amanda looked something up too for amusement park. Amusement park says that uh, you need to set some time away for more relaxation and enjoyment in your life. Uh, Maybe during that time of change, you need to be able to relax and chill. Mm-hmm. Out. You need to relax and and chill, and chill, but then you go to the train station, and because that's later in the dream. Mm-hmm. Where oh, about when? How long ago was this? This was his last summer, I believe. Yeah. Any major changes going on then? Not that I know of, but I don't know. The anxiety is always there, so that's mm-hmm. the abandonment for sure. And the then, kidnapping yeah. thing seems to say that, like, you're feeling manipulated by someone in your waking life. Probably the people that were featured in your dream. Yeah. I would say, like, Amanda, Nicola, Allison. Or we were the good people trying to help you out of it because we met you at the train station. And I don't know. That's other people sense that you weren't dreaming about. Yeah, that sounds like that something moment. the bad guy would say. <laughs> How convenient. What I love about when I'm lucid dreaming, too, is... I'll be in a dream and we'll just be like, no, I don't like this one anymore. And it's like I close my eyes, like blink, and then I just like go sideways into mm-hmm. another dream. And then I'm like, okay, we'll try this one out for a while. And then I just sit back like passenger and enjoy the now, ride. And when then... you're being the passenger or enjoying the ride, do you feel like you have any control over what the next environment's going to be? Or do you try to be like, ugh? Hanging out with my friends Amanda, Allison, and Nicholas Socks. I'm gonna go like to Hawaii with Miranda. Like, no. could you do something like that? I don't have any. It's like a blank <laughs> wheel. She's like, no, wouldn't <laughs> want to do that. That Sorry. sounds awful too. You guys are really mean to each other. Why couldn't you all go for supper together? That sounds lovely, Bevan. <laughs> Thank, you. Thank you, sir. Bevan just wants everyone to be friends. I don't have any control. It just kind of, mm-hmm. like, flicks over. But you do um, have some control over kind of ending something where you're kind of like, I've had enough this. of this. Yeah. Let me just, like, gamble. So you just kind of, like, throw and yeah. you're, like, hoping for the best. It's like changing the channel on a TV, not yeah. knowing what's coming next. You're just like this. Yeah, this will do for now. And do then, you find yeah. you ever have a lot of trouble either leaving or waking up? No. Nope. Because normally if it's like, oh, this is enough, I can, like, wake up. See, I find, if anything, for me, when I've had lucid dreams, 
it's trying to stay in the dream and not come back into full consciousness. Mm-hmm. Because I find when I get to the point where I'm aware of it, I'm almost like grasping to keep it. Yeah, like, I want to stay. And, I want to stay. And, and when I'm I like was, poking her. I'm like, there's a deer outside. <laughs> I'm like, no, that's a dreaming where I'm flying. This is awesome. Yeah. Devin's like, oh. Oh, they're gone. Just go back to sleep. I'm like, I'm already awake. I was fine. Actually, it wasn't even a deer. It was just a bush. Okay. <laughs> it does happen. Even, like even if it was a deer, that's the most common dream, animal go, in the world. Like, nope, wake up and, and see awake. it again? They're majestic. Yeah. Sure. yeah. They're no, majestic. it definitely they, does uh, happen. Yeah. But I get both. And I would say yeah. it's probably about half and half. The other thing when I was doing some research was that for a lot of people, the excitement that they feel when they start to lucid dreaming can be really counterproductive to continuing to dream because they get to the point, especially for people who really enjoy lucid dreaming, where they're like, oh my goodness, I'm dreaming. They're like, I'm dreaming! And then their body's like, that's enough of an adult. That's exactly what would happen to me if I ever did. (laughs) I I find a lot of times when I realize I'm dreaming too, though, it switches to like a horror, like a nightmare. Like a lot of times I will be like, oh, this is... Rubbing it in. I don't like, I don't enjoy nightmares. I don't care if you do. I'm just I saying, love it. there's been a few times I'm like, oh, this is a dream. And then suddenly it's like, oh, you're not allowed to know that. And then I have to wake up. And yes. it's like, oh, man. That's exactly how I feel. Yeah. It's kind of like a, she's a lot to see, girl, get her. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> that would be amazing. You just start every it's dream like and it turns into a dream. It's like I'm in the yeah. Truman Show and I found out. And I'm like, oh, well, he needs to get out of here. Who knows? So there's actually a couple tricks a if you find that you're having trouble with that that you can practice to try to like stay in the lucid dreaming state. And one of them, which I thought was kind of weird, was to spin around. So like, you take your dream oh. self and just start spinning around. I didn't get a chance to buzz and guess. Like, <laughs> yeah. like you can't just give answers to us. I, didn't I was, I had spin around, locked and loaded. Okay, there's one other thing that you can do with your body that can also promote it. Actually, there's two more. Buzz, sleep in a certain position. <laughs> no, you're talking about sleep paralysis again. Stop trying to get us to talk about sleep paralysis. Oh, well, no, I actually wasn't. But. So this is something you can do with your body like to help when you lucid dream. When you're, no, in, your you're dream. in the, in the you're, dream. Okay, you're lucid dreaming. Yeah. Paint, and the, you're, paint the picture. And you're running through the woods with a unicorn. What kind of trees? And the trees Fine. are purple, and you're purple. basically <laughs> like in the movie Avatar. An Avatar. Yeah. Yeah. It's awesome. <laughs> and everyone loves Avatar, so they want to continue dreaming. Mm-hmm. And then as you're kind of realizing that, you're getting so excited, you're like, I'm in Bedora. This is going to be amazing. You start to be like, oh, I feel the light from the bedroom, mm-hmm. or oh, mm-hmm. I feel Devin nudging me, or whatever it is. Better. What can you do in that state mm-hmm. to keep you holding on to the dream? Lay down. Take a nap. In the dream? Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, like, take your dream self you when you're, bu- like, you running through the woods. I buzzed. Yeah. I didn't get my answer. You're running okay. through the woods, and you just, like, stop, and you lay down. Actually, that is that's okay. kind of right, is to lay down. Okay. Uh, but it says to actually fall backwards. But... This leads into the other subject. I saw you kind of, you're saying, lay down. Then you put your hands out yes. as though you're like going to sleep. Yeah. Which is kind of also what I said yes, because the other part was to try to go to sleep in your dream. Oh, no, that's fall, to wake up. Fall backwards. Yeah. So if I think I'm dreaming. None of you are buzzing I'm just going to fall all. backwards in the kitchen. And if I hit sorry, the ground, yeah. sorry. I'm wrong. <laughs> I got ahead of myself. Still. The, the piece that you were suggesting for falling asleep is actually how you get yourself to wake up. So if you're having a really unpleasant lucid dream, Mm -hmm. if you try to fall asleep in the dream, that can help you to wake up. That reminds me of your sleep 
paralysis. So you're just you ruining. Like, you're you ruining just, like, my future buzzing How moments. You you're taking so answers. <laughs> so if you go, like, why do I even have the buzzer? As I mentioned, I'm dead. You're getting chased by Leatherface, and you're like, I need to wake up. So you're supposed to lay down on the ground and go to sleep. Yeah, that doesn't make any sense. How are you supposed yeah. to do that? So, just so that's lay the down. thing. So you try to like, I don't and fall asleep it in actually, the dark. <laughs> the thing that they were saying is that falling asleep in your dream no. can be as hard as it is to fall asleep in real life. So sometimes you have to try to get your environment to <laughs> cooperate yeah. and be like, no. hey, everyone be quiet. I'm trying to fall asleep so I can wake <laughs> up. If you can please chill the F out right now, that would be really helpful. Stop trying to kill me. I had a dream a few weeks ago where at the end, it was this really weird supernatural dream. And then at the end, I went into this room that had a bed, which is apparently where I slept because that's where I was going. Mm -hmm. I got into bed and as I fell asleep is when I woke up. So yes. it's not even in like a horse or like wanting mm -hmm. to do it. That's just if I fall asleep in a dream, I will wake up. And that's most people's experience. Mm -hmm. So that's why they suggest if you're in a, if you're in an experience in your dream that you don't like, try to go to sleep. So to summarize, if you don't like your experience and mm -hmm. you want to wake up, try falling asleep, try blinking, and try calling for help. There's one more thing you can try if you want to stay in a lucid dream state. So get your buzzers ready. We already said spin and fall back to try to stay in the lucid dream state. There's one more thing you can do with your body to help you stay in the lucid dream state. Buzz. Alex. You can't but you can't hit the buzzer and not say buzz. Really? <laughs> it has to make a noise. Okay, okay. Alex. Who paid the Alex? rules for buzzing? But it was Go definitely ahead, Alex. Alex. Jumping jacks. No. Bevan. Urinate. No. Wait, did you say Regular urinating? Jumping, not yeah. jumping jacks. Buzz. Taking poops. No. Taking no. poops. No. First of all, who calls it taking poops? <laughs> this podcast is rated PG. <laughs> yeah, but going twos. <laughs> that's G. That's rated G. Buzz. Um, touch your face. Okay, Tanya's the closest. Buzz. Let, okay, what, what would you like to say, Bevan? Touch your eyes. Okay, you're just going with the touching thing because well, I just you said, said she's Tanya close. was the closest. So I'm trying to get closer. He's trying to okay. swoop in and steal the answer. Yeah. What I what I meant to say is Tanya was close enough for me to just say the answer. Then why did you accept my buzz? Clearly, the buzzing portion of the podcast is the most popular segment. Why would you just skip past it? I don't know. Like the away. fans want the buzzing. Like. It's that's, a quiz show. That's why so, we got five stars last A little week. foreshadowing. There will be a formal buzzing opportunity a little bit later where you will get all the buzz action that you've been probably waiting, waiting for. <laughs> Can't wait. But for this piece, um, Tanya kind of took her hands, put them on her face. Now, if she had taken her tan... Taken her hands her and tans. not tans. Her tans. Tanya's <laughs> hands. Her tans. Taken her tans. tans. <laughs> Taken her hands and put them together as opposed to on her face. The idea of rubbing your hands together helps be like a visual and physical stimuli. And it helps to take your attention away from real feelings in your real life. So if you're starting to feel the sheets on you or feel the sun on you, if you start to rub your hands together and look at them in your dream, you're feeling your dream feels, if you will, as opposed to your waking feels. And that so kind of helps right you, yeah, dream. helps focus you in the dream state. Because at this point, you already know you're dreaming, but you want to stay there. Mm -hmm. So you're just kind of like, okay, focus, focus, focus. And that helps to keep you in the dream state. Well, folks, that's it for part one of Lucid Dreams. Be sure to tune in next week to join us for part two. Bye now.